Well, I guess maybe I, we should. We should start. Introduce ourselves. I guess it's, is it time to point? start? I think it's time to start. Are we doing the three, two, one thing? What? <laughs> three, two, one. All right. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. Here we go. <laughs> uh, this is episode one of Free Descent podcast. Free Descent. Here we Welcome. go. Episode one. Episode one. We did it. We made it out of the group chat. Yes. Yes. We are so excited to actually be starting this. It's been on our minds for a while. So yeah. thanks for listening. Thanks for yeah. being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing if you haven't already. We should actually introduce who we are. Uh, yeah, you I'm, go first. You yeah, go first. Uh, like I said, my name's Jake. I'm a, right now, as of two days ago or three days ago, Woo! I am a assistant instructor. I'm going, I just finished the IDC, the PADI Instructor Development Course, and next weekend I have my instructor exams, uh, first in the pool, then in the ocean. So by the time you guys listen to this, fingers, toes, everything crossed, arms, <laughs> legs. We're uh, both physically crossing everything we, yeah, right we're, now. We're just like... <laughs> Pointing cross fingers at each other. No, he doesn't need um, any luck. He's good. He's good. I will be an instructor by the time you guys hear this. Um, I've loved diving. I've been diving since 2012. I literally just looked at my card. How old are you? Her. I'm 27. Are you 35. Thank you. I'm 27. Um, I grew up in New Jersey, and I did a lot Jersey of my boy. pool diving. Uh, I did the 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 preparation sessions, the, the confined water pool sessions, as well as we, this was before e-learning. So it was all like physical classroom sessions. Oh, you did all the classroom oh, yeah. in Jersey too. Oh yeah. Too? So we did. Okay. So in in New Jersey, I did all my classroom work. It was probably I think it was like half a day in the classroom, then half a day in the pool for I think four or five days straight. It was over the summer. Okay. Um, and then, uh, my parents took my brother and I were taking the, taking the course together. My parents took pity on us and sent us to Florida with our aunt and uncle who lived down there. And we got our open water. Wow, how uh, nice. It was, it was pretty great. We got our open water down in Key Largo. I don't remember much from that. Oh, um, dude, don't even my, get me started well, No, I want to hear about that. this because we were talking about it before we started recording. And I want to hear about your open water because I think, it, I, I think um, it's probably similar to mine. So when I did my open water, like the, the checkout dives, the first four certification dives, mm-hmm. I don't remember them. I literally don't remember them. The only thing I remember from them, I remember two things. One, there was one dive we did that had a bunch of statues. So if you dive in Key Largo and you can tell me what dive that is, please do. <laughs> please tell us I in the comments. No like whatever forum yeah. this is on, tell yeah. us in the comments. Tell us, tell me, tell us on, on Instagram, whatever. <laughs> tell me what dive that was. And then I don't think, I don't think I had a unfoggy mask on any of my dives. My di- my oh. mask was constantly fogged, which meant yeah, I was that which happens meant to I was so doing, many. Which meant I was doing like flood and clears constantly. <laughs> but and I was what 16, I think. So that would have that was like the most uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, I I hated it. I Are you really still hated uncomfortable it. with that? No, I do. I now now like to flood and clear sometimes I'll just take my mask off cuz it's got it's become yeah. such a natural thing. I mean, working as a dive master, I've been working for the last couple of years as a DM. And, you know, now it's just sort of second nature. But we have, like, we even have a... Comfortable taking my mask off. We have a friend. She still hates taking her mask off. And it's been a real issue for her taking the IDC and then going into the IE. She still... She's in my... She's in my Yeah, and she still hates taking the mask off and having some kind of water in your face. So, like, just know that, like, even professionals out there, there are people out there that just, they can never get used to it. So, well, I'm th- glad I did. Yeah. <laughs> so, how, so how did you talk about yourself? Let's, let's intro oh, yourself, please. All right. Well, I have a very similar story to Jake, I guess. And I have just 
like gone a few steps further, I think. But I mean, he's on his road to being there too. Um, I am an MSCT, which in Patty language and probably similar in other forums and whatever, um, is a master scuba diver trainer, which basically means I am an open water instructor, but just a little bit further than that. So it means I can teach five specialties and that I've been doing it for a little bit longer. So, um, yeah, it's really cool to like have that certification. And I'm glad that I went that extra step after being instructor to get that. Um, I'm only 24. I really did this like right out of the gate after college. Um, I am originally from Kansas, but then I went up to college. A lot of diving in Kansas. Yeah, a lot of diving in Kansas. I went up to college in Minnesota. Um, A lot of diving there. I know, right? I I really didn't pick the best places. (laughs) But um, yeah, I guess, so I did all of my open water stuff in Kansas. So all of my pool stuff, kind of like you were saying, I did all the pool, all the classroom, like actual classroom work, like sitting in a classroom for four hours listening to someone lecture. I got certified all my pool stuff, all the classroom stuff in Kansas, and then my mom and I went down to Belize to finish out our certs, Um, so we did all the ocean dives in Belize. I guess from here we can go into, like, first dive experiences. Yeah, but I also want, before you say that, talk about a little bit about, like, what got you into diving? Oh, yeah. Like, what started you on that? Um, I guess... Just my parents being, like, lovers of the ocean. Anytime we went on vacations, they wanted to go to a beach. They wanted to go to the ocean. They wanted to go to the beach. They wanted to go on boats. Anything, warm, warm water, all of it. My dad was a diver. My mom snorkeled. But then when I turned 18, I was like, yeah, mom, like, I want to do this. I want to, like, go diving. I want to explore the world, travel. I think this is a great way to travel. And... So my mom like sucked it up and she was like, okay, I want to learn this with you. It's going to be a mom daughter bonding experience for us. But you were the motivated one. I was the one that really wanted to do it, but she, she wanted to do it, but was nervous. She wanted to do it because you wanted to do it. She wanted to do it with you. And so the entire time, like her, my dad and I, my, my dad and her were together. She always just snorkeled Mm. off the boat and like. She was that girl, which is perfect. If you're that person, that's all all more power to you, especially in the tropics. Like, there's so much to see from the surface. But we do get a better view underneath. That's why. why My parents, like yours, like, they loved diving. Or they loved the water. And my dad was a diver. He got certified in, like, the 70s or 80s. Yeah, same. In, like, in Long Island Sound, though. It was, like, in the (laughs) grossest water imaginable. If you dive in Long Island Sound... Uh, tell us, please, because I would love <laughs> to have you on and talk to you. And f- and I just, I really have one question for you, which is, why? Um, what you know, is JFK is right there. You could fly somewhere. What is there to I see? Don't, you're gonna, they're going to have to tell us because I don't know. So he'd been certified for a long time. And we had this love, the, the whole family had this love of the water. So we used to go on all these all these trips to the Caribbean, uh, during usually during winter break from school and... My brother and I would go snorkeling, usually with my dad or my mom, and we were on a reef. I think it was in the British Virgin Islands. Reef was maybe 20 or 30 feet down, and uh, we're swimming across the top of the water, and we can see these two divers below us, uh, and I'm looking down, and I'm going, 
damn, their view is so much better than mine. <laughs> um, this, ki- this is kind said of annoying. Every, said every said snorkeler every ever. Every snorkeler ever. <laughs> and uh, not only was their view better, but their our view kept getting worse because their bubbles were getting in between oh, them and, you know, you're us riding, and the You were riding their bubbles, too. We were riding too. their bubbles. Oh, man. And we, we, every time we tried to move to get out of their <laughs> bubbles, I think it was because we were facing into the current, the bubbles just kept hitting oh, us in man, the face. That's so right. we get back on the boat, and I'm like, Dad, I want to learn how to dive. Like, I want to learn how to scuba dive. And I think oh. I was 12 or 13 at the time. So we started looking it up, and it ended up not happening until I was 16 and could get my full certification. My brother yeah. got junior open water. Oh, okay. Because um, he was fourteen. Did you time. start out junior open water then? No, nope, sixteen okay. is was, the. Okay. I think sixteen was the is the cutoff or was the cutoff at the time. So I was. Got I never it. got junior. I was always full open water. Mm-hmm. And then you know I did some diving. Did a couple of trips. Um, did a couple of those uh, like trips for high school kids where they get like eight or ten high school kids together and they take you somewhere yeah. with a couple of uh, instructors. I did my advanced open water and my rescue that way. Um, and then I kind of stopped diving for a while, mm. and got back into it when I moved out here. Uh, during COVID, mm. most of my other hobbies were, were sort of I think there's so many killed. people that got really into it during COVID. Yeah, well, because you don't have to breathe anybody else's air. Literally, yeah. you don't have, you know, yeah. you will never take the same and breath of no air. And there's no COVID underwater. There's no COVID underwater. Uh, at least they haven't proved that there is yet. So until fingers they, crossed Fingers again. crossed they don't, come, they don't come out with some variant that like can oh, survive in man. seawater that we now all divers have. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, no. So, so I got back into it when I was out here and I was diving on one of the boats that's in San Diego. Uh, I was on it probably like three times a month during COVID. And at one point, one of the captains comes up to me and, you know, I've seen you around. I've seen you helping out other divers. You ever thought about becoming a dive master? I don't have a spot for you now, but I might have one in, you know, a few months after you become a DM. I was like, well, that's kind of an interesting idea. I gave, didn't really think about it. And then a couple days later, um, but you're like made for it. Like I, your well, personality is so like, it's just your personality. Anything that you do, you are going to be like the person that teaches other people how to do it right. I I, I tried to help out when I was on the boat. Helper bear. Helper bear. Um, we're cringe. We're, <laughs> uh, one of our dear friends who is also an instructor at the shop and has been a mentor to me and, and I think to you as well. Yeah. Uh, always, always says that. Said I, I've, t- I've stolen it from him, and I'll never say, I'll we never say it in front of him. Just letting you know, we won't have him on because he's not appropriate. He no, no. We, we might have to do. <laughs> We're like a not separate, always appropriate, but he is another level. We, we might have to do a separate podcast like, just rated, for him. Rated our yeah, yeah. scuba. Uh, they, we, we rated this one explicit because I swear because I'm from New Jersey, but he we would have to like. <laughs> it's we would a have whole to, other thing. We would, like the, the beeping would just be unreal. So we're gonna we we we'll, we'll figure out what to do with him. But, um, yeah, so I was helping out, and um, I had such a great experience in the DM class. My instructors, who have now also been my IDC instructors and mentors, yeah. um, and hired me at the, at the shop, that, uh, that I stuck with it. I've been a DM now for over two years. I, can't, I don't know how many classes I've done at this point. Um, like you would know exactly how many students could mm-hmm. you can track your certs. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. And now yeah. you are taking the next step. Now I'm taking the the i the IDC and the IE. I'm going to be an instructor. Knock on wood. There's there's wood around here somewhere. <laughs> um, knock on wood. And I I sort of I got I went into the IDC for the same reason that I went into the into dive master, um, which is to get discounts on gear. <laughs> Come no, on, no, dude. it's no, it's not, it's not. And if you are, if you do work in diving because you get discounts on gear, 
and we, I, I totally travel. respect it and travel. I totally respect it because that's how everybody starts. Yeah, right. And it is an absolutely valid reason for doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a cheap sport. This is not, um, you know, this is not the most economical thing you can do with your time. Yeah. Um, but it's way more fun than running twenty miles. And way more fun than just yoga. Like mar- I would say, I'm gonna get the marathon like, community mad at me by saying that. <laughs> right, whatever. I know, and the yoga community. And the yoga, yoga community. We're gonna upset some people. We're very sorry. You know what? That just is what it can is. It, can I can I make a blanket apology now in the first episode? No, for, for sure. All no, the you definitely. That I'm going to upset. No, you definitely need all right, to. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to all of you. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I no, I got into it because, like you said before, like I love helping people enjoy something that I'm enjoying. Yes. And to me, there are sort of three moments in teaching someone to dive that sort of those are the the three things i love the three things Mm -hmm. i look for so the first is that third or fourth breath on compressed air Mm -hmm. the first one that person is still terrified they're still not sure if this is going to work they have no idea what to expect that second breath that fear is sort of still there by that third or fourth breath, they're like, oh, my God, this works. Oh, my like gosh. When I can, when I can put yes. my head underwater and take a breath and then exhale and then take another breath and it is still, like, air is coming to me, they kind of go, oh, wow, like, maybe, maybe this will all work, right? It's so funny because I just got out of the pool with a class, like, literally seeing all this stuff yeah. that you're about to describe. And I have all these, you know... Any instructor or dive master knows, you know, you have that one student in the class that's like, I don't think my regulator's working right. It takes a lot of effort for me to breathe in. Like, I just, I don't think it's working right. And I'm like, no, that's just, it's, it, you just have to when get you used breathe to it, it. When you breathe it in open air, that's right, because they're designed to have water pressure on them. So yeah. when you breathe it in open air, they're going to be a little, they're going to breathe hard. They're like, we don't think it's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then when they finally realize it's going to work. Right. That third or fourth And they're breath. like, okay. So okay. that's, right. So that's moment, <laughs> that's moment one. Moment two is also in the pool, and it's that first time that that person gets neutrally mm. buoyant, mm-hmm. and they hover by themselves, kind of in that. Maybe they're not in a full like tech diver, you know, fins over your head kind of position, but they're they're mostly horizontal, and they're you know they're controlling their buoyancy with their breathing, and they're like, whoa, yeah, like now you know they get that moment of what it feels like to be neutrally buoyant, and you can see the light bulb come on. Yeah, I just, I think about that moment, and I had that moment, actually, I remember that moment in my advanced class. Yeah. I remember when we were doing PPB in my advanced. Peak performance buoyancy. And I'm staring at a piece of coral Mm. or something, volcanic formation, Mm. and my instructor looks at me, and he's like, just breathe in and out, and I'm breathing in and out, and I'm just right there staring at one spot just zoning in yeah. ninja and oh man I it's a good feeling right when I knew that like I could move my body with my yeah. breath it was like a whole other kind of zen for me it it absolutely is and like you've heard me say this but um diving when I'm underwater that's my zen place yeah that's I'm, I- I'm teaching whatever yeah. I'm doing it's my Zen place. Even if I'm, you know, responsible for students or I'm leading a tour, or I'm doing whatever I'm doing, it's my it's my happy place. Nothing, you know, my phone doesn't ring. Yeah. My watch isn't, you know, it's timing my dive, but I don't care what time it is. Um, you know, no one's sending me emails, no one's sending me texts, unless I'm in less than four feet of water and I forgot and I put my phone in my dry suit pocket <gasps> or if I left my phone that? in my pocket and then put my dry suit over it. Oh, I'll, I've done it like seven times. So I won't, I won't get any notifications. 
and then I'll come out of the water, and all the notifications, my 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 right leg will start buzzing like crazy because all the text is done. Which just it really just brings you crashing back to reality. So that's so that's moment number two is that sort of that floating that first that first buoyancy moment, and then number three is when the first time that that someone sees that thing or does that thing underwater in the ocean that they've been training for and looking forward to for the days or weeks that they've been in the class. Whether that's, you know, they get that perfect buoyancy and they go for, they just go for a swim right around the dive site. Or they see the sea lions or the, or the sharks or the turtles or whatever, mantas or whatever it is that they've been looking forward to mm-hmm. for the week yeah. that they've been They've that's been, why they know, got through those pole skills. Exactly, that's why right. they powered through. And that first time you can see, oh my God, I love this. Yeah. And that's my favorite moment because that's the moment that I like to say after the dive. I'm like, hey, take that feeling, remember it, hold on to it. That's what's going to keep you coming back to diving. Yeah. That's, that's what, that's what will push you, you know, to plan after, a dive trip, to exactly, plan a dive, plan a dive trip. trip to, to get together with some of the other students in the class to text me or your yeah. other, the other instructors say, Hey, to make I want to go, I want to go diving again because I want to feel that feeling again. So those are my three sort of whys, yeah. but I want to hear yours because I know at least one of them is different than mine. <laughs> okay. So I want to bring it back to my first dive experience because I think that leads into the rest of it. So my first dive experience with my mom, I don't, like I said, I don't really remember a lot of it, but I remember watching my mom. Okay. I remember seeing her really struggle and have panic moments. And I think I was so like distracted by that. And so like, you know, I think there was part of me that was worried about her, but also part of me that was like, I can't have any problems and I can't freak out because I want them to pay attention to my mom like full heartedly. And so I think that like forced me to find a Zen underwater that I really like, you know, I've always liked water, but I mean, even like as a kid snorkeling, I didn't really like seeing the fish. They kind of freaked me out. I thought they were really (laughs) ugly. I just didn't like them. And so all these fish you're seeing snorkeling was actually never my thing. Well, when we went on vacations, like (laughs) whatever, but it was never my thing. But then like when we actually, when I got down there and I was a part of the environment, instead of just seeing from the top, completely different for me. I like, I actually liked the fish. I didn't think they were as ugly when I could see them closer, but, (laughs) but I, there's a, there's a Disney lesson in there somewhere. Right? There, there's a moral to this, there's, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this is a morality. No. I'm just letting you know. This is like a health and wellness thing. But um, no, so basically, like, with my experience with my mom, but also with my dad a little bit, both of them are very anxious, panicky divers. And so with my mom on our training open water dives, she completely freaked on the mask. We went down, we're in Belize, it's like gorgeous water, we go down the line, I do all my skills. I'm chilling, I'm just waiting at the line. There's a couple skills you have to do before you can go out and explore the site, yep. this is what Yeah, you're yeah, so we're taking off the, we're, it's dive three. Mask removal. Mask removal, yeah, yeah. okay, yep. so my mom is there with the instructor, she takes the mask off, freaks. Regulator out of her mouth, like full on, like bolts to the surface. Oh crap, Full okay. on bolt. I'm just sitting at the bottom just watching it, you know, and I'm just like a little baby diver. I'm like, oh, 
well, I think I just stay here. I don't think I go anywhere. And so the instructor is like with my mom. He's figuring it out. I see them like in the water column and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, okay. So you're the chill one. You're I, the, you're no, the calm, 100% cool, from the beginning. Like, I was, I had to be the chill one, which was crazy because like, if any of my friends are listening, you know that like, I'm never the chill one in any situation. <laughs> I'm always the extrovert. I always have something to say. And so I'm never just the chill one. And so diving gives me that rare opportunity to be the one that tells other people to chill out. Cool, calm, collected, and in control. And in control, yeah. And so I think that was like that first moment where I was like, oh, this is my time where I can be chill and I don't have to say a word. And, you know, it was just cool to like be a different, you know, find a different personality a little bit underwater. But then also with my dad, same exact thing happened when we went on just a fun dive together. He goes down. It was kind of murky, and I had dove there before, and so I was okay with it. Was I knew also in Belize? No, this is in Costa Rica. Okay. And so I knew it would clear up a little bit once we got down there, but he didn't. He had only ever dove out in the tropics, mm-hmm. and, like in Guam and whatever. So he was used to seeing the bottom immediately. Right. And so from the surface, you can see all. Yeah. So he got claustrophobic, which is super common. Yeah. And he bolts to the surface and he bolts with one of my friends. who I'd been like hanging out with like when I was living there. And again, I'm only advanced diver, but I just kind of sit down there and I'm like, okay, well, are they going to come back down? Was your friend a DM? My friend was a DM. DM. Yeah. And so they go up and then I do a tour with everybody else that was there. Um, We get back on the boat. My dad, like, had calmed down a little bit, and we went on another one. He tried again, which was great. We got him down, and I can see, like, at the bottom of the line, like, he looks at me, and I can see in his eyes, like, panic. He's got those big bug eyes. Big bug eyes, yeah. Yeah. Like, he's not feeling great. And I just, like, grabbed his hands, and we just were able to breathe together. And it was a similar situation with my mom where, like, I, I feel like I did help her calm down. When she saw that I was calm, it calmed her down. And same with my dad. And so I think that feeling of, like, being able to help people, like, find peace and calm down, like, even led me into what I'm doing now. It was this feeling where I'm like, oh, I get to be the person that helps other people find their zen. And it still happens now. And so it's just, it's really, really cool. And that's definitely, like, what I think about a lot with teaching. Another moment that is super special for me that happened to me, I don't know, a couple weeks ago in a class. So I asked them, name one thing that happened today that you loved, and then name one thing you want to improve on tomorrow. And then on the last day, I asked them, name one thing about today that you loved and that you're really like excited about, and then name something that you're excited about for the future, like for your future in diving. And some people go like, okay, I'm excited about going forward with this, being advanced. I even have some students who are like, I'm going to dive master, I'm going to be you. And it's just, no, it's crazy the answers you get. And then you have some people that are like, I'm yeah, going to Hawaii it. tomorrow. And so, yeah. You know, you just get a variety of answers. So it's really cool. Buoyancy is always thrown in there. Everyone's always excited about their buoyancy or they want to work on their buoyancy or whatever. Um, And then, you know, people are like, oh, I I loved when we saw this. I loved when we saw the sea lion, whatever. Well, I had a student for the first time turn it back around on me. And he goes, what was your favorite part of today? 
And I think it was a growth moment for me, like as a diver, but as an instructor, for sure. Because I think a year ago, or even like a year and a half ago, I would have said my favorite part of today was just being out in the ocean. It was just being on the dive and just like being in the water. I love it. Which is still true, but I think being a more seasoned instructor and really like paying attention to your students and knowing like, you know, it's not just me now. The students are with me. They're looking to me. You start thinking about them and not about your own diving because you're, you're concerned mostly about like, all right, are they, are yeah. they safe? Are they learning from me? Are they responding appropriately? Are, yeah. they, are they okay? Are they having fun? You think so much right? about your students. Yeah. yeah. Especially like, are they having fun? Yeah. Are they have, yeah. Am I, am I providing a fun experience for them? So instead, my answer to him was my favorite part of today was coming up after dive three and seeing your faces finally like beam across the water. You're beaming. You're like literally your smile. I can see it from everywhere. And you get up and you're like, that was awesome. Like you're screaming across the surf to me like, that was awesome. This is my new thing. Like that feeling is just like a whole other level of like post dive high. Like, I'm always, like, on a high after a dive. It just feels good. I think anyone that dives a lot, you get that feeling. You yeah. come back after a dive, you're like, even if it wasn't the best dive, you're like, man, you know, that was kind of good. But I feel good. Yeah. And so that feeling where, like, you got that, but you also facilitated it for a brand new diver yep. is a whole other level. Because, you know, like, dives one, dives two, and the pool, it's difficult. And especially in San Diego, it's not easy and you're cold. And it's just like, you know, it's not always the most fun with all of those skills, with CISA, with all of it. But after dive three, when you don't have that many skills and you actually get to go on a legit tour and like see more than doing the skills, that is when they're like, okay, this is dope. I want to keep doing this. I want to, like, I can't wait to get back in the water. So, yeah, I just, that is why I continued as an instructor. You know, a lot of times, like, in a meditation, you have to shut your eyes. Mm. That's a way to meditate where you don't have to shut your eyes. Okay, so let's do our podium finishes, our one, two, threes of, uh, like, those things in diving that keep us coming back. Okay. All right, so let's do like four each. Yeah, so we'll do, do like, like a one, two, four. three, and then like a like a runner up, like an honorable mention. Okay, got it, yeah. got it, got it. Okay, so I would say my first one is when you get down there, and your buoyancy, like you really nailed it, like you really when it's dialed in. It's yeah. dialed in, and yeah. like you know, sometimes like you're just slightly off, feeling. and you're like, man, like I don't know, like it's good, but I could be better. Mm-hmm. Man, when you just nail it and you are flying when you don't have to touch your when you don't have to touch your buoyancy for the rest of the dive man like because you just nail it yeah yep, yeah yep. so that that's i really think i know that's when you really, really feel weightless and it is just you are one with the water yep. you are the you are on it that feeling is just that one gets me i think i would i would be disappointed if you didn't take that first overall because that that you're exactly right there's yeah. nothing better than that feeling of Buoyancy, like dialed in buoyancy. You are, when you feel like you you're hovering, you are the yeah. water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, damn. Okay, I was I was gonna use that as my first one. Okay, so <laughs> my first one then is gonna be when you are on your maybe you've been diving for a couple of days and you've been looking for a specific creature or mm. a specific shot. You've been lining something up and it just hasn't worked out, and then you find it. 
you find oh. like I'm thinking about dives where I've been looking for octopus and I haven't yes. found one. Right, and you're, you're you're I'm you know every crevice. I got the lights. I got you know not not messing with the environment, but definitely yeah. like definitely doing a little more than than you know just passively look. I'm actively I'm got yeah, the flashlight. You're trying I'm, looking, to, yeah. I'm really trying to I'm really trying to make it happen. And then you're like I'm like you you kind of oh. you kind of you're like all right I have to I have to relax or it's not going to happen. And as soon as you do, it happens. Oh, and for, you get that shot and you me, get that view. Even like further than that. Yeah. For someone who worked, like, in a tropical area as a guide, and you get people that are coming to your area, they're coming to your shop to see a specific thing. Yeah, if I'm coming for whale sharks and I don't see any damn whale sharks. No, but then you do see it, and you see the eagle ray, or you see, like, a massive bull ray. Oh, my gosh. And then you look, and you grab all the students. You're like, look, 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 look. And they see it, and they're like, but their mind is blown. And yeah. you turn around and you're like, party! For, like, for me, it's it, I'm, all, oh, I'm, I'm, man. I'm I'm all about the megafauna. So it's sharks, turtles, rays. Yeah, no, so um, am I. So am I. All right, what's your next one? Um, I so for starters, I'm a big bottom structure kind of person. Mm-hmm. So I love dropping down and seeing like you know on a wall dive and you're diving along and there are different like caves where you can sneak in and like sure. kind of be hidden in this little cave and go explore. You can go look for stuff in the Yeah in the it makes it feel like you're almost like going on a hike but underwater. Like I love that kind of stuff and just seeing like you know what can be built by nature. Yeah. And then you're in that cave and the sun beams down into the cave or you just look up and the sun is like really at a nice angle and it's shining straight through the water you can look up and like see the waves still going on the surface like so yeah it was in the sand oh man and you know it even happens here in san diego on like you know november december when the water's really clear you can look up and you can see shadows coming down onto the sand so i would definitely see like you know, some kind of sunbeam or, like, how the, the way light The, the way works. light and water play, interact, that, yeah. that interplay between light and water. And, you know, I, might be, really I might be the only one, but... No, I don't think you are. I definitely have videos like that. Where I'm I, where obsessed with just, like... All I've been videoing is just the way the light is playing in the water. Yeah, and, you know, I just kind of, like, look up, and that is, like, a... That's, like, a zen for me, where yeah. I don't have to... I'd say all of diving is like that for me. But, yeah. Um, but, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, I'm going to take us out of the water for my next one, um, that first post-dive beer. Oh. That first sip of post-dive beer. You know what I'm talking about because we've done I've seen, I've, oh. we've done this together. And you finally sit down. You finally you, you get the down, beer. You sit down. You're out of your gear. You're dry. You're oh. warm. And you're, you sit back. You lean back a you little bit. You lean back so far. You lean back. And, like, and it's you. It's I always like something kind of lighter after a dive. So it would be like a golden nail. Or, um, not a Cali no, cream? You no, no, free ads, no free ads. No free ads. No free ads. Um, but oh. I do, I do like, I do like a very specific cream ale from a specific brewery in California. Shout out to them. Um, and, uh, you know, so I'll sit, I'll sit back a little further and, and take that first sip. It just, it sort of washes down the whole experience for me. So yeah. that's, that's going to be my, that's going to be my second one. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a good one. I would definitely, I would make that one mine, but you took it. Yeah, well. um, it's because I think about beer. Tours. I would say, so, fun surface interval. Even in, yeah. like, Costa Rica, sometimes we would jump off of the boat. Like, we would have, like, cannonball contests off of our boat. It would, like, nice. on the surface interval. Okay, that's really cool. It was so fun. And we had such a small boat. Like, it could only hold, like, ten divers max. Mm. Max. It was comfortable for, like, eight. Yeah. And so... We would do, like, like especially when I had, like, when I had, like, kids on the boat, 
and like their parents were like chilling and so yeah. I would entertain the kids so the parents could like chill a little yeah, bit. Right. And so we would do like cannonball contests off the like bow of the boat. It was That's fun. Awesome. Yeah, it was that fun. Is awesome. All right, so good surface interval. Yeah. A good like relaxing fun surface interval. Um, all right, my next one's going to be the good snacks. Yeah, especially the on the surface interval. You know, your, your surface <laughs> interval got your surface interval talk got me thinking about it. If you've got good snacks or your your buddy or the dive boat you're on oh. brings the good snacks. Yeah. There's a dive boat in San Diego that like especially when oh, it's cold in the winter, soup? they have the like uh, like chill, like homemade chili and hot chicken noodle chocolate. soup. It's, it's hot chocolates. There's chips. There's usually like uh. like cookies of some sort. Um, and we work with a couple people. Oh man, if your instructor, yeah, and if your instructor does that snacks. for you, if you mm. get the good snacks on a surface interval, even if that first dive was crap, you get ready for that second dive. Going, I got the good snacks. I'm feeling ready. I'm feeling re I'm ready, re-energized, ready to go back in for that yeah. next dive. Yeah, well, especially man. In the tropics, to where you have like that sweet pineapple, Ooh, or yeah, I, I wasn't mm. even thinking about the pineapple. Yeah, I love. There was a boat. Like there a was a boat that pineapple. I went on that, yeah, they had and they cut it right there. They cut it fresh right and they, there. And they always like you know if they, if they are gonna cut like a pineapple or mango or something, they throw the the um, uh-huh. excess overboard. And you get to watch all the little fish. Fishies come, yeah. I know. They feed the fish a little bit. That's, oh. that's also, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with snacks. Just general dive snacks. That's gonna be. That's oh, gonna be the one thing. I just thought about. So. I always think of beer, food, and then what do you do after that? You pass out. Oh, you literally post, are done. <laughs> yeah, all right. So is that going to be your next one? Yes, post-dive oh, nap. Your, your, your honorable mention is the post-dive nap? Even, like, even like after a That's pool a, session, a like, yeah. right now, I am fresh out of the pool. Even, like, yesterday, I think about it. Yeah. I went home, ate food, and slept like yeah. a lot of times i will literally pass out on the couch hair still wet hair still crunchy yes because you don't because especially <laughs> especially if you're in like a tropical place oh. or if you are just like if it's only noon and you're just like i don't want to take like i don't want to do oh. that right deal with it right now like all right i'm just gonna pass out i'm gonna walk in don't say anything to anyone no. and just pass out on the couch okay last um, one for you right, honorable my last mention. one my honorable mention um, and I'm disappointed that I didn't say this one after my finding my thing that I was looking for, um, is that good animal interaction. Mm. When you get dolphins or the sea lions coming up to you and playing with you, or you get the octopus like gets inquisitive and starts yeah. running a tentacle up oh, your arm, kind yeah. of thing, trying to taste, trying to figure out what you got, mm-hmm. what, what you are. Um, or you get sea the sea lions um, come over and play the with sea you. Lions, they, they love playing with you. They're like puppies. Or you see awesome. them play with your students yes. and stuff. Oh, man. Um, or you get... Uh, my favorite is when you're watching a shark. This is mostly on tropical dives. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not sure if it's hunting or if it's just hanging out. But it gets comfortable with you enough to sort of get closer than the 20 or 30 feet they usually keep their distance. When they get close and they're just kind of... They're not really interested in you they're not really sure what you are they're not going to mess with you but when they just kind of come up next to you or they swim mm. past mm-hmm. you or they swim oh, towards no, I... you and they're just kind of looking at you they're like what are you but that's awesome because it's kind what of that bubbles you know like, oh what yeah, are yeah, your yeah, bubbles? yeah when they're playing with the bubbles <laughs> yeah, they go over your head yeah. and the bubbles. but it's kind of that moment for me where it's where all of the training to become you know, a fish, right? Or the a closest fish. thing we can come to being a fish. It's all validated, right? That, that that animal is saying, with conditions, I accept that you are part of my world for at least this brief moment yes. of time. 
And to me, you know, that sort of, it validates the, the, the work I've done and the, um, the, mm. the time that I've put into becoming a good diver. And I won't say I'm a great diver, I'm a good diver. Um, I, there's always things That's I can really learn. That's really cool. There's That's always, a good perspective. There, there's always things it. I can learn, right? I'm, yeah. I mean, I've got, I've got a couple hundred dives under my belt, but there's all, I'm always learning stuff about myself, about my gear, about my interactions with the underwater world. So when I have that moment where, where a marine animal accepts me as part of its world, that to me, that's a, that's one of those really, really special feelings. Well, and also like we train so hard to make sure that we are good guests in the yeah, ocean right. and we tell our students that, you know, you're a guest in their environment. Yeah. Like take your shoes off, man. You know, like be super careful, be respectful, be respectful and only interact with something that wants to interact with you that yep. interacted with you first. Yep. You know, the fun animal interactions are great, but only if the animal is the one initiates. who starts that yeah. and initiates it. And that's even more special. Yeah. That's even more special if the animal is the one yep. that is doing that initiating and you didn't like absolutely pry it out, you know? Yeah. And, and so we know. always want to be like really clear about that when we're talking about some kind of animal interaction that happened with us. Right. It's an animal that started the, that. The animal is choosing to interact with us. Yes. And, and that's why like, that's and why you're when being I say that, like, super cautious I love and respectful. when the animal chooses to interact with me because it means it, like, that at some level. It opens its door. It opens its door Exactly. They, yeah. they, they say, come in, let, let me, let, you know, at some level they're accepting me as part of their world yeah like i want to know what you are there, you know? yeah like, it's but not a play it's not we, we humans were never designed for this yeah so it's always it's very cool when 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 you get an interaction like that yeah um so i kind of want to i kind of want to pause there okay. because that's a really good feeling and i want to i want to like bottle that and and hold on to it and look forward to future episodes for sure um Definitely. we're gonna have a ton of people from all over the world talking about diving. Yeah. Uh, our friends, people we've met, people we know, maybe people we don't know. Um, yeah. Any divers from New York, and seriously, please tell us what you do in Yeah, Island no, Sound. for sure. A big thing, like, um, we really want you guys to comment. Like, if you have a good story. Yes, send us If you your have stories. any questions, yes. stories, comments, please comment below whatever format this is on. Like, Send it to us on Instagram. Like our Instagram is Free Descent Podcast. At so, Free Descent Podcast. Yeah. So, so please. you know what? Actually, yeah. Please send us stuff on Free Descent Podcast specifically after this episode. Yeah. Tell us what we missed in our podium of, uh, of, best, of best dive feelings. Yeah. Because we definitely missed them. I'm thinking of stuff right now that we missed. Um, but until then, I'm Jake. I'm Miles. This has been Free Descent. And thank thanks you. for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.